Most people cannot comprehend creating stories that does not involve them making themselves look cool. Uh, who is this? It could be... <laughs> no, but there's DHgate. <laughs> I am the vibe. Hello and welcome back to my channel. Today I'm kicking off a brand new series called... The Boutique. The Boutique. So we are kicking off a podcast. As you can see, my daughter is going to be my partner on the podcast. And we are releasing the videos here on YouTube as well. On The Boutique, we're going to talk about whatever we feel like talking about. Of course, it's going to be mostly about fashion. But it could be relationships, current issues, whatever we feel like talking about. For the first episode, we are going to focus on New York Fashion Week. Because you know New York Fashion Week just wrapped up. And we were talking about it behind the scenes. Kind of like... Are fashion shows even relevant anymore? Like, do you watch fashion shows to decide what you want to buy? Does it, do they drive your purchasing decisions? And then the whole influencer business during New York Fashion Week, I am personally so sick of it. Right, Crystal? Are you sick of it? Uh, yes and no. I mean, if I was an influencer, I'd be all about it. But I think being on the outside looking in, it's kind of obnoxious in a way yeah so we wanted to talk more about that today of course we're gonna do a little review of our favorite fashion shows and looks but we want to also talk a little bit about the behind the scenes of the fashion shows that are not all that glamorous so we got the scoop for you today so you ready to get started yeah so we're gonna talk about our top three fashion shows so far new york fashion week so first off we have fendi okay and they didn't do one Two, three, no, they did four different collaborations in one fashion show. But there was a reason for that. The Baguette's 25th anniversary. This was a huge deal, guys. Like, Fendi went all out because we know the Baguette is the bag for Fendi, right? So, it was kind of cool. Did you like it? Overall, I really like some of the looks. The first one that we have here is the Bella Hadid look, of course. <sighs> That Probably was amazing. Yeah. That was, I feel like that was incredible. I love the color. I love Tiffany blue. Ah, me too. So the collaborations were Fendi Tiffany, uh, Fendi Porter, which is a luggage brand, Fendi Marc Jacobs, and then Fendi Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker. Because, I mean, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker is the symbol of the baguette because of Sex in the City. That was like her bag. Yeah, I know. I never watched Sex in the City. <laughs> Yeah, I've never even watched an episode. That is amazing. Like, you have to do it. Like, the f you have to do it. Not not the movies, but you have to watch the series. I feel like the topics are still really relevant. Okay. It's never grabbed me, but okay. Yeah. So, anyway. So, that was her bag. So, I thought it was very appropriate for her to kind of be the face of the collaboration yeah. with Fanny for the 25th anniversary. Now... Out of all of those bags, they were all really gorgeous. But the Fendi Tiffany, I'm sure that's going to be so hard to get because that was the bag that everybody loved. I feel like this collection is going to be hard to get in general. Yeah. I mean, I love the Sarah Jessica Parker bag. I think that's my favorite. I love green and purple. It's my favorite color combination. And it has both of those colors. I just love it. Yeah, and it, it's got, it has like an ombre effect, yeah. which I think looks really cool. Now, in terms of the looks, of course, the Bella Hadid look is absolutely amazing, mostly because of the color. But I thought the show had some pretty incredible looks on top of that. Looking at this, this one right here with this beautiful purple bag. Yeah, that purple bag is stunning. Ah, the metallic color is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, the dress is all right. I mean, nothing groundbreaking here for me, really. But I, I like the hat. Uh, like I'm, a cow print. I, I'm not a hat person at all, but I do like the dude like this dude the look the jacket the pants I think that looks really beautiful. I like just the jacket. Yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty cool 
look for boys to rock. Now, my favorite look is this next one. Yeah, it's very Balenciaga, very Balenciaga in my opinion. Oh my god, the top, so like, like, oh my god, the structure and the shape of the top. This skirt is absolutely stunning. I love the styling with the platform shoes, made it like very cool and avant-garde, all white, lots of texture with the hats. Yeah. I think this was my number one. I feel like it's very edgy for Fendi. Yeah, that's true. I love it because Fendi is typically more, I don't know, classic, yeah, sophisticated. Yeah, I agree. Now, this baguette right here, I kind of like that it says baguette, baguette. on the strap. Yeah. I think that looks so cool. I think that's cool. And then we have the porter bag, which I personally mm. don't really care about. It's kind of like a... Looks like a nylon bag. Yeah, it's kind of like a. I mean, but they are like a travel brand, so maybe yeah, you know that so. was the 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 idea was to have something that's very low maintenance and kind of easy to clean for travel. I, I guess I could dig that. But you know? it's just hard when you have like all these other sparkly, beautiful blue bags, yeah. and then you have that. Oh, the Tiffany blue! <laughs> I bet you the Tiffany blue bag. They're just gonna like offer it to like the VIP customers first, and then there's gonna be nothing left for the mortals like us. No, but there's DH Gate. <laughs> no, we don't do DH Gate. Okay. Then the last one is the Marc Jacobs bag, which I would be for it if it was like a Marc Jacobs price point. But <laughs> it's definitely not gonna not. be. So I don't really see the point of this collab. Uh, I think I, I think it's kind of cute because you know the Marc Jacobs collection has right all of the letters yeah, on the, the bags bag. right the tote bag the camera bag and I think this was along the lines I think it looks like a very practical easy bag although it is white and I cannot tell if it's leather yeah, or canvas yeah. right if it's canvas this is gonna be a hard bag to, to keep clean I'm not sure about that I mean I like it but Again, I just don't know the price point and I feel like it makes sense if it's a little bit more accessible. Mm -hmm. But I agree. that's just my opinion. Yeah. Now moving on to probably my favorite show of them all. I don't know, maybe a tie with Fandy actually. Dion Lee. Oh my gosh, I feel like Dion Lee is such my personal aesthetic. Yeah. Ah, this show had so many beautiful looks. It was hard to pick a few to talk about. This first one, I think this is very this is gorgeous. This is what Gen Z and Millennials are rocking mm -hmm. right now, right? Yeah, everyone loves the mini pleated skirt. There's one at Zara that I want, but it sold out because of TikTok. Ugh, TikTok makes everything sell out. But it has built-in shorts, so that's why I want it. <laughs> no, I mean, I did think this was a little bit of a copycat of Miu Miu, though, to rock this skirt. Like, this is literally Miu Miu's mini skirt that Dion Lee put on the runway. But, you know, the, the whole look, the vibe is really nice. Now, this next look, this was my favorite. Yeah, I would wear this right now. Me too. Like, I would totally <laughs> rock this look. These pants, the shape of these pants, this top, holy cannoli. Like, that's me to a T. Yeah. And then on the next one, this green one, there was a lot of nature inspiration for this show. And I thought this, this dress with this beautiful leaf, still very wearable. Like, it looks cool and whimsical. And you can tell how it would inspire Dion Lee. But I think you can still wear this to a party. Uh, I think you're feeling the look more than I am because it reminds me of the duct tape dresses like when I was a kid. I wanted to make everything out of duct tape. So this is like, I like the idea, I like the shape and I think if it was styled with sexier heels it'd look a lot better instead of the hockey Guard, yeah, I, do, I do not know? know what the heck this was the, and several looks had this kind of like, I don't know, ankle shield. Like I don't know what the heck this was. 
but I did dig the dress. Now, this next look, this beige look, you got I really it, like right? it. Right? You gotta admit, this one is bomb. Again, with the blazer, mini skirt, matching sets, very trendy. Oh, and the sleeve, I just love the detail with the sleeve. It's mm -hmm. a more modern, puffy sleeve. This is gorgeous. And the next we have Petchable. Petchable from Brazil. From Brazil, Brazilian brand, and it's a completely different vibe. It's very, it's like very, um, dancing queen you know very 60s 70s type thing so this first dress is really pretty with the little boobies out she's very well known for crochet crochet is huge in brazil so i think this dress you can actually wear it in the summer like i see this if you go to like mykonos and you go to like mm -hmm. a sunset party and you throw this dress with like obviously a little pasty or maybe not you know if you're adventurous man show, show the hips <laughs> You can show the nips, I don't care, but it's very beautiful. And then the next look is very sparkly. Kind of reminds you of like a 1950s robe. Oh, that's true. I can see like that a too. Yeah, like I would wear this around the house. It was very beautiful, <laughs> very <from> sparkly. <laughs> I love that. The next one reminds me of what are those girls called, Crystal? Uh, the Flapper Girls. The Flapper Girls. That reminds me of Flapper Girls. Now, the next one might be my favorite, Crystal. Like, this white one is incredible. I think the one that we just talked about is my favorite. This is a very typical shape for Pachibo. If you are familiar with her dresses, she does a lot of this long sleeve, the very deep V, and then a maxi skirt. This was really gorgeous. Like, that's what I would wear. If I had unlimited money, I would wear that if I was going on vacation to Greece. <laughs> Except I have Shein. Better go with Shein than I go at all. <laughs> are you ready to talk about some influencer looks? And celebrity we, We're gonna talk some crap, right? I mean, this is the small Kate. This is like, to me, maybe I could be boring, but to me, this is what I think New York Fashion Week and Fashion Week in general is. This is beautiful to me. This is stunning. And this makes sense, because I, I understand during New York Fashion Week, you wanna stand out, right? And you don't wanna wear your everyday clothes. But it has to make sense, you know? And I think this is so cool. I, I really love the contrast of the crazy baggy jeans, very casual, with this really fancy shiny top mm -hmm. that looks very formal. But then the shoes pick up on the iridescent tones of the top, which yeah. I think is it's really cool. such a nice touch, right? To pick up on that pink. And then the white bag. I feel like everything here matches. It makes sense. Now, the only thing I would say, maybe if it was me, I would go for a colorful bag. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see. Think about like a green bag. Would yeah, look really cool. Yellow. Oh, yeah. Purple would look amazing because of the iridescent. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this next one. Anime is all that comes to mind. Like, what is this? Girl. Like, with peace and love, no hate, but like also... I'm just kidding. First of all, Easter is gone, girl. Like, Easter was back in April. Well, like, you're I mean, way late. This is like New York Fashion Week, spring, summer. So, I don't know. Easter or spring. Maybe this is like Halloween. Like, she's already ready for her Halloween costume. And then you have the bunny ears with this. Um, but she's wearing the Loewe uh, Spirited Away shirt. Which is really cute. Like, I do like that collection a lot. Which girl has money. Yeah, but then she's wearing this freaking collar. How do you call it these styles colors? Like, the the masochist stuff. BDSM. Yeah, BDSM. And then she's wearing this BDSM collar with the bunny ears and then the pink... The like, fur jacket. Like, 
this is ridiculous like to me honestly this is someone really desperate to be photographed because here's the thing right i have been to new york fashion week and everybody's trying to get the attention of the photographer so they can be featured somewhere and as you guys probably know influencers right now are a dime a dozen okay so i think it's a competition of who looks more ridiculous to try to get a photographer to notice you like i'm sorry like there is no way to be nice about this this look girl i'm really sorry like i'm not meaning to be mean to you but this this outfit ain't <laughs> you're kind of going in maybe she's a furry she identifies as a furry i don't know next one kind of along the it's same lines it's a little lines. better <laughs> is it though <laughs> we're wearing grandma self on the bottom and then there's like we have these random bedazzled letters i may say i love new york and then the bag has like all of this oh, detail this and then what is this thing she's oh, oh she a, has a jacket two bags. she has two bags oh th this furry thing is a bag no and the thing on her yeah jacket. and then the next one is crystal's favorite this is a disney villain like, <laughs> i love purple and and green like i said before but like just i love me like shorts and, and some long boots because it's very it's an unexpected ratio but like this is just like halloween costume it's giving she-hulk it's totally giving she-hulk <laughs> okay it's a vast improvement from the first two that we the previous two that we saw i will give you that okay but i do agree i think i don't like the spandex short i think that's what makes it look like superhero-ish i don't know if maybe she had I don't know like looser shorts actually made of like wool you know like a fabric like that that would make it a bit more elevated i think maybe this look would have worked better now i do dig the bag i think the bag like is the beautiful sunglasses. and the I'll sunglasses nice. i like the sunglasses yeah but... and she's beautiful i mean she's a beautiful beautiful girl yeah okay so she looks cool Gigi hadid i like this outfit I this think... is something i'd wear in real life actually. oh my god so beautiful the colors look beautiful on her i thought the corset with the shirt kind of showing the shoulder is a bit edgy i don't know i think it's giving fashion week which is what it should be i also like too because to me i like when people wear fashion that's a little bit different but it's also still wearable and you can recreate it with stuff in your wardrobe like i could mm -hmm. probably recreate this but i would never think on my own to wear something like this next let's talk about shay mitchell also in pink and i think this look is divine i love i love shay mitchell we stand I do too. pretty little liars we stay one <laughs> and she has such a cool personality if you follow her on tiktok she never takes herself too seriously she's always cracking jokes she's not that vibe of i am so beautiful like look at me taking 300 selfies on my stories just showing you how gorgeous i am that's not her vibe at all and i love that about her and i also love her style yeah. she does it's not just this look like her looks are usually banging yeah okay so okay so we talked about looks we talked about some influencers here we gave our opinions <sighs> lots of opinions we don't mean to upset We're anybody very opinionated. but here's the thing too you know like talking about influencers and all of the looks and all of the fashion shows i don't know like do we care about influencers in these fashion shows and these events like do you guys follow these influencers like are you like oh my god let me see so-and-so's look oh my god so-and-so is, is at this party and she's at this dinner on fashion week and do we care 
Listen, I don't want to come across as being a hater, okay, because, you know, get your bag, but, I don't know, like, whenever I see the, the, like, they interest me, but at the same time, it's, like, kind of obnoxious, you know, it's, like, Happy Mother's Day. Guess what? Everyone posts Mother's Day, Mother's Day, Mother's Day. You know, that's like with all these events. It's like everyone posts about it. So you get really tired of seeing it. And at some point, it's like, girl, okay, put your shoes, put your put your jeans on. Okay, we're moving on to the next. Like, I kind of don't care. Mm -hmm. and, and also, too, it's all the same. Like, I do everything the same. Like, if I was going to all of these events all the time, my take would be completely different. Like I would make my fun, my post super fun. Of course, I would show my looks, where I am, but I would show fun behind the scenes, people being goofy, things going wrong. Like I would show a little bit of the reality behind it. I am personally so tired of everybody trying to look so flipping cool. Like I want to throw up. In all <laughs> honesty, you guys, Hater. I only watch their looks and their mm -hmm. posts on Instagram because this is what I do for luxury and I have to report it to you. Because if I didn't have to do this, I wouldn't watch. Like, I seriously do not care. There are a few people that I follow because they are a bit more fun and show, like, I don't know, they're goofy, they play with their friends, you know. But the vast majority of them, like, aren't you guys tired of people, like, 300 times a day on their stories showing you how amazing they look or making an advertisement for a brand? But it's always the same, like, I'm in the car on my way to Marc Jacobs and I am so cool. Like, right? Like, I am sick of the perfection and it's not perfect. We know it's not perfect. I think that's like a whole nother topic within itself because it's like everything has to be so aesthetic nowadays and it's like you can only do aesthetic vlogs. And I'm going to tell you, there's this girl I followed on TikTok, right? Like, model, beautiful. But girl had no personality and everything was aesthetic California vlogs and I just got sick of you it. Tired I was of like, it. you know, you're beautiful, but that's about it. Like what is There's, your personality? Yeah, like you you have to have something else to add because looking at your pretty face 300 times a day for three years it gets old like i am really sick and tired of it part of the reason why i transitioned a lot of my content to tiktok is because dude how how much of the same can you see and i feel like new york fashion week is a competition for who is more important who is cooler who looks the best and you can create all of that content but add a little bit of fun for your viewers most people i've noticed they cannot comprehend creating stories or posts that does not involve them making themselves look cool like that concept for them does not exist and that's why instagram to me is so tired well i think that's the problem with instagram is a lot of people got used to that platform and it's just pictures now it's videos and stories but it's like you didn't really have to show a personality or have a personality, but I feel like TikTok, it's more so people are gravitated towards if you're funny, if you're cool, if you just are relatable and talk about your life. Mm -hmm. it, you need an actual personality for people to be interested in you. Absolutely agree. And then the other piece of it too, because I have been behind the scenes, right? I know people, I know influencers, I know YouTubers, I've been to fashion shows, I hear stories, people tell me stories, YouTubers tell me stories. And what happens... High school? <laughs> yeah, and what happens behind the scenes is so different than what you see on the photos. You see on the photos all of these influencers acting so cool. 
a bunch of them were not really invited by the designer. A bunch of them are there because they know somebody that works in the production crew. They know somebody that works for the brand that has a connection that invited them for that fashion show. Or, you know, they, they send letters to the brand asking the brand to be included in the fashion show. You could be in New York as an influencer, not invited to any fashion show, and go on the street and take a cool photo of yourself and say, I'm in New York Fashion Week. <laughs> no, that's what, I, that's what I said. I'm like, if you live in New York, you could just put on an outfit make a video and be like okay guys new york fashion exactly. Week. that's exactly what happened i know someone on tiktok and i love him so much because he's so nice and he tells the truth on his tiktoks and he mentioned one time he was in new york fashion week a previous year and he just went to the line and the dude was in line and he looked at the dude and said hey are you alone and the guy was like yeah he's like well can i be your plus one and the guy was like yeah you can be the plus one and he went and watched the fashion show i just love that he said the truth but just know that 99 percent of the people do not tell the truth and most of them are not getting invited by the designer you know like if you are a really big influencer if you are a brian boy or a tamara yes you are getting invited by the brand but a lot of these people are finding ways sending letters begging to get invitations they have connections within the brand it's not really what you see and then it's really not a whole lot of fun you know they make everything seem so perfect but it's not and that's the problem with social media So you've been to fashion shows though, so what is your experience? Are people mean? Is it catty? Is it fun? It is, it is fun. Of course, if you truly love fashion, you know, watching people come in the runway, that is indescribable. It's really incredible to see that. But there are many dynamics that go on behind the scenes that you kind of don't see, right? Arriving at the fashion show, a lot of times you don't know where the heck you're supposed to go. You're walking here, you're walking there, the door is locked. It can be stressful and then when you get inside, it's kind of like high school because it's very clicky. You know, if you're not, there's the cool people that are sitting on the front that know each other and they're all like socializing right at the front or in the runway before the show starts, you know. And then, then there is the ranking because if you are not sitting in the front row, you obviously are kind of like a shithole and you're you are sitting in the back. Yeah, you are a peasant. All of the, the, the influencers, they make it seem like, I'm here, you know, I am so cool. I got invited by uh, Louis Vuitton himself out of the grave to come here to this fashion show. And then when they get in there, they know nobody. They're sitting all the way on the back. It is so different, you know. So there was definitely that going on when I went to fashion, to every fashion show that I went to. You know, there is the clique, the cool people that were sitting in the front row, and I was in front row ever. <laughs> She's a I am a mortal. <laughs> so, you know, there is always that feeling of you are less than because there is always somebody that does better than you you know and a lot of these people are so cool on social media like these influencers oh I have 300,000 followers on Instagram but when they get there there's influencers that have 5 million you are nobody you know and if you are an influencer that you have 5 million when you get there Kim Kardashian is there you are nobody you know what I mean so I don't know it's 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 kind of a crappy dynamic what can I say but when the lights turn on and the show actually starts it is absolutely incredible and it is so much fun absolutely like no doubt about it I love fashion shows I love going to them but there's a lot of crap that you don't see yeah I mean I love fashion I've always loved fashion so much and it would be cool to see at least go to one fashion show but we it's will. not we will, like Mama. Oh, if I don't, then my whole world's going to explode because it's like, well, if it happens, it happens. If not, then that's fine because it's like, I can see the outfits and everything with photos and in videos and stuff. And it's like, 
like you said, it just seems kind of like a stressful environment to me. And yeah, and most people that are there, most influencers that are there, are there on their dime. They pay to travel. They're not being flown business class, you know, by brands. Like you're hustling, you're tired, you're there, you know, trying to take some photos. It is very busy. There are several fashion shows. It, it's it's really hectic, right? If you are a huge fashion blogger that I'm sure it's fun. a lot more fun because then you are being flown by the brands then you have your Mercedes waiting for you to take you from fashion show A to fashion show B and you know everything is very glamorous but for the vast majority of us which is probably 95% of the people that are there it's not it's a hustle and a lot of times you feel excluded I mean it's, it's just a reality now let's talk a little bit about you know are fashion shows relevant like do you think because you know Think about fashion shows, right? So the goal of a fashion show is to get the media to notice the brand, to talk about the brand, to photograph the clothes, right? It's definitely a marketing mechanism for them. And then obviously it's how they expose their clothes to the buyers, to the store buyers. So stores can place their orders for the items that they want to carry in their stores and sell. So it is also a business transaction for fashion shows. But I think fashion shows before social media were a lot more important because Think about it before, you know, during those days, you, you would only be able, you could only expose your brand through your traditional media, TV, magazines, radio, and that's about it. Celebrities, right? Actors and actresses wearing your brand. So fashion shows were really critical. But now, not so much. I mean, we've seen like the fall with the Victoria's Secret fashion show in itself and that whole brand is kind of collapsing. Like... I obviously like people still love going to New York Fashion Week and it's still a thing but I feel like more so because of influencers if influencers weren't a thing I don't think it would be as important but as for like marketing actual outfits I mean I'm a poor peasant so I'm not gonna <laughs> buy these outfits anyway but I feel like it, de it depends because for example like the Fendi show I feel like is great exposure and because it's like the 25th year so it's a big thing but mm -hmm. like you know if I wasn't actively looking for the other fashion shows girl I wouldn't even know same I mean there's so many of them like I, if I wasn't really looking at the details and so we can prepare you know for our content creation I would not know 95% of them I would probably just see the highlights of the super like the Fendi one and that's about it I mean that's the reality of it and I think too I don't know before right you would there was a fashion show media would photograph with the clothes in the magazine you would buy the magazine and that's how you would find out what's coming now there are so many other ways to find out what's coming uh, and I don't think that fashion shows are a huge influence for me to buy things like some it, it's hard to even keep up with all of them like when I think about Paris all of the fashion shows are happening really close to each other like Chanel Louis Vuitton like all of the brands Dior it's hard to even keep up with everything that's going on I usually really see the stuff like later, later. Like, like in the store yeah probably like in the stores or influencers that receive them earlier you know and you see them all over Instagram or I see a lot of personal shoppers I personally I could totally live without fashion shows like it's a huge dog and pony show and you guys know I'm not very much about a dog and pony show I obviously I will go I hope there are many fashion shows in my future if I'm invited I'll obviously go but I don't know that it's as critical anymore yeah I'm not sure I mean I think it would be a cool idea to like for me personally what I would like more is if they had like cool pop-up stores for people to go in and uh, instead of I would just love the that. fashion show I think that would be a really cool idea but I mean, do you, like, then how do you feel like you get the most influence then from fashion? I mean, the I, I think influencers. I, I really do. Like, if you think about 
where where are you seeing the items that you buy like where do you go where are you getting your inspiration like oh i want that outfit definitely i'd say tiktok is number one and then second is instagram and instagram what influencers yeah like people yeah people who are showing they're like look at what i got oh my god and then it sold out 10 minutes later yeah so <laughs> for me the same not as much influencers so for me definitely tiktok i love seeing like the regular people yeah, buying that's, stuff yeah, that's what i like to see right so they buy stuff they model for you like to me that's really a lot of fun like discovering new brands you know from the girls on tiktok i do not dig the instagram influencer aesthetic like those really forced grids and then also because those things are not really their personal style like the really big influencers I don't know it's hard now you know because all of they do is like f they do advertisement for brands when you're that big and i'm not throwing shade because if i was that big i would do it too boo. you know it's that money right if fandy's sending me some free stuff i'm gonna rock that till the cows come home but as a consumer it's hard for me to get inspiration because i feel hey this is not your true style you're just showing this to me because you're getting paid to do so and you got it for free so i feel like my biggest inspiration comes actually from mid-size influencers yeah it's kind of where i'm at not the real small not the real big like the mid-size because i feel like they do ads but you still see their true style and the things that you really buy yeah i mean I guess we can talk a little bit about like the future of fashion, I guess influencing, at least in my opinion, I feel like big influencers are just a little bit tired. To me, I like watching and seeing people who are just normal people who like fashion or beauty, whatever it mm -hmm. is, and they're like, oh, look at this product I just got from wherever, like Aritzia, mm -hmm. and they try it on, and like, okay, you sell me on that, like, I want that. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. I feel like I am going for the more genuine people that, you know, they have some ads, but they also buy some things. I think the real big influencers, a lot of times, it's all stuff they got for free. It's all stuff that they are paying to show, and you're not really getting to see their real style. Like, hey, if this was your money, would you buy this bag? You know, would you be rocking this outfit if this was your, your dough? So that to me becomes a little, I don't know, it's a little disingenuous for me. So it's not trustworthy source. But when it comes to middle size influencers and man, TikTok is rocking right now. Like I definitely got a lot of inspiration from TikTok. So a lot of people say the influencer is dead, but I don't think it is at all. I think the big influencer is dead. That's my opinion. You think so? Except for like, let's say like Emma Chamberlain, for example. A lot of people really love her. I like her style. She's a very big influencer. But yeah, but then, but how, so he, I'll, I'll give you an example, right? Like talking like real life. So as you grow as an influencer and as you have more followers, more subscribers, right? You get more offers for advertisements. So every time you become big, then you are done. Cause like I struggle with this a little bit, right? Like, so on TikTok, I have a lot of followers on TikTok, like almost half a million and I get more PR. I get more things for free as a result and so does that mean that when you start to get big, then you can no longer be trustworthy? No, but it's just like a general blanket statement because what I feel is when you're a big influencer, to me, it's just a little out of touch with reality because of course they're getting free stuff and all these expensive clothes and all these amazing stuff, which is great to see, but I like to follow people where I can get inspiration from and also like recreate the outfits myself, maybe from my closet or get like a dupe from the thrift store or mm -hmm. something like that. And it's like, to me, then it's like, okay, you have Balenciaga this, you have Fendi this, like, I don't know, to me then it's like, I don't really wanna follow, cause then I can't yeah, recreate and then, those things. And then here's the problem too, right? 
when you are a big influencer, you don't talk bad about any brands because you are You're a little bit of a snake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I mean, think about it. I mean, it's the reality of it, and I'm feeling it more now as I'm growing on TikTok more, right? It is, you cannot talk bad about brands because you collab with them. They, they're your paycheck. Like right now I can trash Chanel because I know Chanel is not going to send me free bags. But when you have 3 million followers and Chanel is sending you free bags, you're going to talk bad about Chanel? No. I no. mean, that's hard because it's like I understand both sides from an influencer and also from someone who's a consumer and just likes getting inspiration and following people. So I see both sides, but it's just hard because it's like, well, if that was me, uh, yeah, give me all the free stuff. But at the same time, I feel like you have to keep some integrity. That's how just I like feel. With like I feel, I don't know, when you are a big influencer, so you don't become someone that people cannot trust, you have to have a balance and say, 50% of my posts are going to be real posts and then 50% of my posts are going to be collapse and then 50% of the real posts you need to talk about the things you truly like you need to rank the best bags and the worst bags of the season like you have to have some negative criticism to be honest you know so people can trust in your, your opinion and so I know that hey everything you're shoving down my throat is not trash that you're being paid to advertise so I think they need to find a balance. Do you know what I mean? Like, it should be okay for them to have a YouTube video and say, guys, I did not like this new release for Lo from Loewe. Like, I thought the bag is too big or whatever, whatever. It's not. It's just like rainbows and flowers all the time. And I hate that because I'm not rainbows and flowers. You don't love every brand. You don't love every item from every collection from every brand. Yeah. You wouldn't spend your money on every bag from every brand. But... See, this is a question though, because you don't do influencing as a full-time job, right? Which that's easier to keep your integrity because you're not, you know, you're not doing collabs to make your money. So I understand that. But what do you think is more valuable than getting a relationship with these companies and PR, or keeping that relationship with the people that follow you? Uh, I think it's a hard question. It is a hard question, but I think. You are nothing without your followers, right? The moment you lose credibility with your followers, then your importance as an influencer is done, which means brands can no longer really rely on you to sell anything. I feel like for you to be a good influencer, you need to be able to sell things that are great things that you truly like and people trust you enough to buy the things that you are selling. I feel like influencers now are just models. Like, you know, like Gigi Hadid is paid to walk the runway and she wear whatever the hell the designer tells her to wear because that's her job. That's influencers now. Influencers are not really influencers. They are models. They're just throwing whatever they're getting paid. They're not truly influencing people with their opinion, with their personal style, the way that it used to be. So I think the relationship with your followers should always come first. And I think every influencer should normalize doing critiques and because if every influencer does it brands don't have a choice they're gonna have to still hire the influencers if everybody's saying what they like what they don't like and instead of being this ass kissing business that it has become yeah i think that's influencing and celebrity and, and fashion industry but i also wanted to say though because this reminded me like it was bothering me because i got so many of the amazon videos on my tiktok they'd be like Oh, these dresses you need from Amazon, these good quality things from Amazon, the, these like sets, everything is Amazon, okay? And like I understand because obviously they would have like the link to their Amazon storefront. They're making money their off bio, of it. And they're making money off of every commission. And I, and I get that, okay? But 
at the same time, I felt like everyone was just shoving down Amazon, Amazon clothes at me, and it's like, they wouldn't even, like, this wasn't even clothes that they would, like, have and try on, so it's like, they're just recommending stuff that looks good, but it's not like they even tried it, so it's like, an infomercial, infomercial, like they're just trying to sell it to you. Oh, for sure. A lot of it is recommending things without even knowing if they're really nice or cute, you know, in there. And that's, I think that's the problem, right? When you, not just influencing, it's the whole world, right? You cannot buy the hand that feeds you. So if you are running a business that is paying you from collaborations from brands, the business is corrupt to begin with because you're not going to be able to give honest opinions on those brands. And I get it because, you know, on my day job, I don't talk bad about my boss. <laughs> I don't work, you know, Chanel doesn't pay my bills. My day job pays my bills and I don't talk bad about my boss or my company, you know. So I get that. But I think until we figure this out, the big influencer is going to continue to become less and less trustworthy and the mid-tier, small-tier influencers are going to continue to thrive. I don't think influencers are dead by any means. I think influencers are totally driving sales way more than celebrities, way oh, more than yeah. models and way more than advertisement on magazines or TVs. Like Influencers are it right now, but I think in terms of trust, I think it's becoming more and more about smaller size influencers and less about the real big influencers. But I guess my conclusion would be that's why celebrities are out because they're almost this unattainable image of this perfect person that has all this money. And then now we kind of shifted to influencers where it was just like you said, relatable, regular people showing stuff that they like and that's why a lot of people really liked them and were gravitated towards them but now it's almost like the influencer is becoming like a celebrity mm -hmm. yeah it, it, that's exactly what it is the big influencers are achieving celebrity status which means they are less relatable therefore they exert less influence on you i think they are the big influencers are still great for brand awareness because a lot of people are going to see your brand but in terms of driving direct direct sales i don't think that that is the case you know if if i was launching a business a fashion business i would actually spend money on a bunch of mid-tier influencers instead of spending like a ton on an influencer with millions of followers because it like you said there's more distance between the follower and the yeah, influencer you know exactly and it's like who knows if their followers are all real or not like yeah. they could sell two things when you know an influencer of maybe let's say like 10k they would sell 500 things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. This was it, it for episode our one. episode one of The Boutique. Ah! Hopefully it was good and it'll get better. Yes, we <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed us just shooting the shit and talking about our opinions. We have so many fun topics planned for you. I think we have fun topics that are going to talk a lot about our generational difference and fashion taste. Um, yeah. I think you guys are going to have fun with the things that we have in store for you. But thank you for being here. Thank you for hanging out. If you have an opinion on anything we talked about, what should I do? Say how beautiful. If your opinion is how beautiful I am, definitely comment that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, if but, you have opinions on anything else, comment that too. Yeah, <laughs> leave your comments in the description box below. If you have ideas of topics for us to talk about, we are definitely taking recommendations. Yeah. So leave it in the description box as well. But thank you so much for watching and supporting us on a new little adventure. Bye. Bye. Love you.